Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, what's going on, everybody? That was me, David Bray, doing a Christian Piles impression. I got John Kozak next to me. We're the fill-in squad. B-team. We're the B-team. <laughs> yeah. But we got A-teamer Ben Askren in uh, the house, uh, in his house. And it was U.S. Open weekend. Incredible stuff. Ben, Askren Wrestling Academy, you guys had a junior champ, I think five placers in the U-17 yeah. division. How are you feeling after the weekend? Uh, pretty, pretty good. We didn't, uh, we still have not put anyone on the cadet team, but we did, uh, our junior team for the third year in a row. So that was good. Um, the cadets is, it's such a good tournament. And so I don't really feel like we had anyone who was, uh, very far below what I was thinking. I thought a few maybe had a chance to get on the team and well, they, they were close, but they didn't quite get there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a meat grinder of a tournament. And you said last week that U twenties and U 17s were going to steal the show. It was very much what happened. The action was so good. Uh, but we had a million divisions, so much to talk about. A million uh, divisions is right. <laughs> I think it was. It was just one It was one million, exactly. Um, we got no no Christian Piles in the house today, no J.D. Raider. J.D. Raider is an uh, international man of mystery. He's traveling <laughs> to Pan Ams today. He's going to Mexico. Yeah. Um, so Yeah, we got back early Monday morning, and uh, J.D., I think he, he stayed up all night. All night, uh, seriously, as twenty-four-year-olds do. Yeah, and then he got on a plane this morning and is hopefully headed to Mexico. Oh so. man, that's uh, <laughs> a situation that we'll monitor. Hopefully, hopefully we see JD again. That'd be a good thing. And yeah. Christian, Christian's in the happiest place on earth, Disneyland, Disney World. One of them. One of them. Hopefully, he's avoiding Disney jail. He's getting his steps in. Getting his, I saw that yeah. getting his steps. You know, that's that's the biggest <laughs> thing you can hope for. Uh, but we got U.S. Open to talk about. I say we start with the seniors because oh. I think we're going to get through the seniors quick, and then we can. Well, what about what about this match? I so I'm just catching up with some things. Yeah, we got uh, Mac, some stuff. McAnally versus McDaniel. Oh, I don't know gosh. that he got this takedown in time at the end. How about our? RBY news. Let's get okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But let, look, let's get organized here for one second. Yes, Roman Bravo Young. He's coming okay. back. This is the least back. surprising news ever, guys. I. It is. I don't. It was like everyone knew it was going to happen. Yeah. What does it mean? I think it means that he figured out a way to to get paid. Right. That's what he. That's what he was wanting to do. He said it in his post match interview at the NCAA championships. Mm-hmm. Um, so well, I, I got to suspect that's probably what's going on. Right. Although there was a hostile tweet sent by Kale yesterday morning. Um, really. You didn't see it? No, I didn't see it. Yeah. What? He, he what said, are you guys doing? 
maybe Tyler can pull it up, but he said something along the lines of uh, any college athletes that are able to give information to uh, what to basically incriminate the coaches that are offering illegal deals should get paid twenty five grand. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. yeah, so I wonder, I mean, obviously everyone thinks this has to do with Roman since Roman just um, committed back to Penn State. And there, I, I heard rumors, I was with Bill yesterday who told me they had heard rumors about other colleges trying to scoop Roman Bravo Young kind of out of the arms of Penn State. Um, but as we all know, that is so unlikely. Yeah. Uh, and I, this the simple and effective plan, yeah, NCAA should offer $25,000 reward to student athletes for information that leads to tampering violation, legal fees and reward paid by violating party. Well, who pays uh, in the event that the that the tampering is not verified? That's the, what's going to happen almost all the time. I think is uh, yeah, if you incentivize NCAA athletes who are broke with that twenty five thousand dollar reward, uh, there might even be some entrapment in there. Like I might trick some teams into trying to recruit me <laughs> just to get the twenty five grand. It's it's a good I mean it's a good job if you can get it right twenty five thousand dollars just for tampering come on you can do that yeah so I don't I don't know if that plan is going to get implemented anytime soon lots of replies I don't know how I missed that yesterday um, I find but, that to be highly unlikely that this is uh, applied anytime soon I don't think it's happening Roman Bravo Young's back so maybe now the plan's off the table um, but Penn State we already we already know they have you know very formidable lineup coming back and now one more two time NCAA champ. Uh, back in the lineup, gonna be tough to beat. Okay, guys, but did he fool you at all when he said like I may not come back? Like, what were the chances? I was giving it like three percent no. chance he doesn't come back. I, I thought that you know maybe it's uh, raise raise the market value, right? Maybe it's um, create a little competition. Yeah. Maybe he gets a better offer, something like that. That's kind of what I suspected. I think. I mean, I think there was a good chance that he was exploring like other options outside of college wrestling, just because like even hearing him talk about how hard this season was like mm -hmm. he's like it was it was torture this like this season was really hard i think i don't know if he used like those exact words but uh i don't know and and even maybe maybe he did do it with some foresight from with nil because i was thinking was nil even a thing a year ago um yeah i guess it had just gotten passed last yeah. summer mm -hmm. yeah so that's big for them uh, and we'll, you know, we get to see another year Roman Bravo Young. Maybe we get to see another RBY Dayton Fix NCAA final. Who knows? But oh, I want Dayton to go up. Stuff. Yeah. Uh, the other. Oh, do you? Yeah, that you have. Yeah, you did. You made that, that was plan. My pick, yeah. One forty-one, and then Carter Young drops at thirty-three. Who yes, knows? Sir. Could work. Uh, other news: Kayla Miracle and Sarah Hildebrand accepted their final X bids, so they're uh, they're they're putting it on the line. They're in. That's good stuff. Uh, There's Garrett only one person we're waiting on, correct? What's that? There's only one person we're waiting on then. Well, yeah, right? Right. May Gable? the 4th is going to be tomorrow. Gable Stevenson, mm -hmm. he's got one day to decide. What do you think? Uh, one day. One day from, from today, what are we going to be saying about that? Uh, whew, that's tough. Um, I'll say exception. How's that? I'm gonna say no. I'm I'm gonna be wishful thinking, and I'm gonna say he accepts it. I think, I think he's I think I think he wants to wrestle. I think he wants to yeah. win another world title. I think he wants this you know the spotlight. I think if he accepts the final X bid, he could still he could still pull out, right? So I don't know. That's true. Mm -hmm. Maybe he accepts it. 
that's the way. If he if he's still really on the fence, that's the only way to keep his options open. He's got to it's got to accept, yeah. and then and then maybe make a decision later. So yeah, we're waiting on waiting on Gable Stevenson. That will be that will be much anticipated. We probably won't find out before the show tomorrow. I would imagine, mm-hmm. but uh, it'd be great if we could. And hmm. um, Garrett Ninehouse to Oklahoma. That's the other news I saw. Transfer news. Oklahoma's getting all these transfers. They are. And and what does that mean for Ant Man? That's the big question. Are we done? Are our oh, days I of thought Ant-Man? we all speculated he was done. Maybe he's done. Is he done? We, yeah. That was the speculation was. He must be done. Garrett Ninehouse back in the mix. He's he's bringing the mullet, bringing the Punisher tattoo down to uh, <laughs> down to Oklahoma. So I think that'll be what good pickup for them. Uh, transfer tracker. Here we go. Uh, yeah. Who else did Oklahoma get? They got Ninehouse. They got Henson. They got. They lost Demas. They lost Demas. They lost Demas. They got short, Moshe Schwartz, though, right? But that mm-hmm. was like, I was during the season, but they still mm-hmm. got him. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's one more, but I can't think of who it is right now. Yeah, they may have another one. They've had, I mean, they've they've had a few in the last couple years as well. Um, they got Joey Prada a couple years ago. Uh, who else did they get? One of the Moors, right? Mm-hmm. So they've had some. They've had some good success in there. But anyway, oh. that's the news. That's the stuff that we that we saw. Um, but let's let's talk seniors because, like I said, I think we're gonna get through that pretty right, quick. Seniors. There I will few... say I didn't. I did not. I watched the least of the seniors. I was stuck up with the the cadets and juniors all weekend. But I, I watched a few matches, so uh, let's do it. Let's do it. There were there were a handful of results that were pretty interesting. Some things mm-hmm. to, to kind of keep an eye on. And I, Kozak, you were there the whole time, so I know you were you're locked in. Um, Fifty seven. Probably nothing that's gonna shift the landscape at that weight class went went on, right? I mean, it was yeah, uh, Matt Matt Ramos got it done in the finals. Good for him. Um, mm-hmm. Other than that, nothing too crazy, right? Yeah, I think no. maybe you look at it from uh, if you're a fan of Matt Ramos, like he lo- he looks good yes. in the last month or two. Uh, he had a pretty good NCAA tournament, almost all Americans, and then he's is a much better freestyle wrestler. So it's kind of good to see him have some success. But yeah, I think. You know, the more notable weights were 70 and, and 79. But 61 had some interesting results, too, with Josh Rodriguez beating Tyler Graff. Um, and then Nico Megalutis still looking still looking pretty good with wins over Seth Gross and then um, in the finals over Rodriguez. Nico looked – he looked good at 61, got it done. Do you give him any shot against Dayton Fix or, or even a chance to make it through the world team trials? I yeah. think he has an okay shot at making it through the world team trials, but as far as being Dayton Fix, I, 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 I just don't see it. I think it's going to be really tough for him. Yeah, I think it's a closest, you know, match like two, three, four point match, but never really in danger for Fix. But I think we got to talk about Jesse Mendez too. Um, at sixty one, he places, so he's going to maybe go to the world team trials. Is that what we think? Uh, I would guess. I mean, I, I would think so. The the one it's, di- it's a different date than the, the juniors is the what June five or something it's like two like weeks that. before. Yep, juniors. Yeah. yeah, juniors starts the same day as the first final X um, in Stillwater. So so yeah, juniors would be in Ohio, and um, but yeah, seniors are coming up in May. So I think you so. They're like to see in here though. Who? We already talked about him. Oh, RBY. RBY. Yeah, of course. I mean. Why can't we get him to enter the trials? Maybe we can. I don't know. I mean, he, you know, it's, he's said he's gonna wrestle again. I don't know. He doesn't seem that busy. It's May. He, you know, probably done with some classes. Probably got his degree. I don't know. Why don't you just show up and wrestle a tournament? I, why not? And that's what he was saying 
after this season ended, like people were saying, hey, what are you, you know, what are you trying to do next? You want to go into fighting? And he's like, yeah, I want to go fighting eventually, but I'm going to wrestle through 2024, win some world mm-hmm. Olympic medals, and then go. So it's like that seemed to be on his on his radar, but um, I don't know if it's going to be this year or not. Yeah, it'd be. I would love to see him. That'd be really. That'd be fun to see for sure. Uh, but yeah, you got to think Nico Nico Megalutis is definitely. I mean, he he won the, the field that included most of these other World Team Trials qualifiers. Uh, so he yeah he could he could. Who make where it can to I finalize. find? Do you guys have senior men's rankings? I see the World Championship Internationals, but do you guys have uh, United States men's freestyle rankings? So I guess who wasn't they, here. They haven't been updated in like a really long time. JD, J, they're they're JDs, and he was going to update them right after the U.S. Open. Sounds uh, like he didn't do that. Maybe that's why he was up all night in Las Vegas. Was that he was updating the men's freestyle. That's what he was doing. Yeah, you know, everybody else. He was on the strip. He came with everybody, but he was working the Brought whole time. Brought his computer, just grinding. Yeah, fixing the rankings. <laughs> yeah. Um, so who but, who else is there that uh, did not wrestle at the Open that could wrestle at Trials? At sixty one. It's 61, yes. I mean, you could say NATO. I don't know if he's going to go 57 or 61. Um, I think 57 for NATO. Carter Young. Yeah. Uh, so other guys that could, that are you know qualified via NCAs that weren't at the Open that could be there, we could see Nick Suriano, 57 or 61, right. Pat Glory, RBY, Austin DeSanto. Um, all those guys would be would be pretty fun. Oh, okay. I got the, I got the qualifier list here. Nice. Let's go RBY. Yeah, let's yeah, go DeSanto. Get in this for, bracket for sure. Uh, Jesse Mendez. I mean, it was it was interesting to see him at the senior level. He he got the win over Josh Kramer on the backside, and it was a really dramatic match. Was was losing late, um, secured the win. He lost to Daniel DeShazer on the front side of the bracket, and that was a match where Mendez got the first two takedowns of the match, and then DeShazer kind of seemed to figure him out. And once he did, he was able to able to get it done we would have seen that match for third but um so many forfeits on the backside good god so many forfeits and those we we, i think we expected that especially this year it was a qualifier and if you're top seven you're in so anybody that's in that constellation semi if they don't you know if they're not feeling like wrestling so bad though that that bracket when uh what was it saturday morning or whichever morning it was and you you know you looked at you could look at the round prior to the round happening mm-hmm. on full arena, bro. It was like sixty percent forfeits. It was like victory injury, victory injury, victory injury, victory injury. It was like holy man, what what matches are even happening here? Yeah, I wonder how much. I mean, so a couple of the guys that were on the backside of that bracket at sixty one were the same guys that that lost to Carter Young in in August at the trials, um, and so I, you know. I wonder if there's any any part of them as like, well, why did I do that? Why did I wrestle if I wasn't all the way ready or or locked in or whatever? Yeah. Um, Seth Gross, uh, Tyler Graff, those are both guys that Carter Young beat, and they were in Jesse Mendez's way. So it was like, all right, we're gonna see him yeah. kind of in a, almost a one to one comparison situation from Carter Young's path last year. Um, so I don't know. Wonder if that was part of the part of their decision. But as a result, it's like we don't get nearly as many data points for Mendez at the senior level. Uh, mm-hmm. But we could at the trials, so hopefully mm-hmm. we will. Yeah, this is another place where I, I bet they don't, but they should, as we talk about for NCAs, um, punish them for bad placement because they don't wrestle. Yeah. 
Yeah, they could, but I mean, how would they punish him? The only thing they do is give him a lower seed, and I think most of these guys. Saying, yeah, lower seed. I think in that in the world team trials, especially at sixty one, I don't know. I don't know how much how much it matters to any of these guys to be the one seed in this in this field. There's not. I, I don't know. There's nothing that yeah. that you're if you're Seth Gross or Tyler Graff. I don't think there's anybody maybe other than Nico that you're trying to avoid. Mm-hmm. Um, so I yeah I don't know. Should yeah. we talk about? Kendrick Maple. Kendrick Maple is right. He's back. He looks fire. incredible. Sixty-five mm-hmm. kilos. He won the whole thing. And you were saying this morning, Kozak, he just made it look way too easy. Yeah, it's like what he did to Luke Pletcher and uh, Kaladzic in the finals. Like, what in the world? Like, I know. And you said, like, man, that's how he's always looked. But he looked like he was just, I don't know, just feeling himself out there. Ben, do you think? Do you think he can challenge the top three at this weight? Nick Lee, Yanni, Joey McKenna. Yes, I think so. Uh, so yeah, Al- Oliver's obviously out. Uh, he's going up with class. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't see why he can't wrestle with those dudes. I mean, um, Henderson wrestles with those guys pretty competitively, mm-hmm. and you know Henderson didn't make the finals here. He he got tech fall by Matt Kalodzik actually, and <laughs> Maple Maple gave Kalodzik the business pretty damn quick. 61 was a weight where where I don't think seeds are going to matter all that much. 65, I think they definitely will. Kendrick mm-hmm. Maple will be the one seed because he won this tournament, right? Yeah. So then the question is, what do you do for 2-3-4? Because Nick Lee beat Yanni at Olympic trials but didn't wrestle at all at World Team Trials. And oh, then, yeah, so then you have Joey McKenna has a win over um, Yanni in the last year, but then Yanni makes the team uh, – in 2021 so do you go kendrick yanni joey mckenna nick lee or does nick lee go ahead of yanni because of the olympic trials win i have no idea but if you're kendrick maple who do you want on your side which of those three guys is the best matchup for for kendrick Mm. um i don't know we got a highlight on the screen right now i don't don't know either that's tough Mm -hmm. um i don't know i feel like you have to almost assuredly give Yanni the two seed just because he was the he's the returning world team member. Yeah. Um so I don't feel like a win the world team. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't feel like a win over, over Yanni from Olympic trials gives Nick Lee that boost. Um but maybe it could give him the boost over uh, McKenna, I'm not sure. So I think the real question is going to be the 3-4 with McKenna and and Nick Lee because they yes. haven't wrestled in the last whatever year freestyle. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Kendrick Maple, who, yeah. Who do you? I mean, what does a match look like between Kendrick Maple and Nick Lee? If that's if that's how it goes. I think Kendrick Kendrick and Yanni looks like, looks like a lot of fun to me. Oh my gosh! Yes, I think with both Nick Lee and with Kendrick Maple, they haven't wrestled a ton of a ton of freestyle. Like Nick Lee had a really good Olympic trials, but it's like that was his one mm-hmm. freestyle tournament in the last two years. And then the same thing with Kendrick Maple. Like, when was the last time he wrestled before this? In the freestyle. It's been a while. Yeah. I, Four years? Yeah. 2018? Mm-hmm. Is that it? Yeah. He was he was at the 2019 Senior Nationals in Texas. Okay. Um, I do remember that. And I, I can't remember how he did. It was not nearly, you know, it wasn't as good as this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but yeah, so hmm, really, I don't know. That's But that's a big, big story to follow. Kendrick Maple said he is going to go to the trials. I know that was a question last week. If he wins, will he go? And... Uh, they, they asked him that question a couple times in the post-match interview. And eventually, yeah. finally, he said, yes, all right, I'm in. Um, 
So Kendrick Maple back in the mix. He's a real factor. He every time he's competed, he has been. So what maybe that would be something to see him in Final X. I, I it's definitely possible. Definitely possible. Um, yeah, seventy. Seventy kg. Alec Pantaleo beat Jordan Oliver in the finals. He's kind of figured that matchup out. Um, yeah. yeah, they've wrestled three times, and uh, Jordan Oliver's never gotten a takedown on him, right? Jeez, um, that's a so, stat right there. Yeah, I mean, you feel good about um, him moving forward with Pantaleo over Oliver, but then it kind of becomes a game of matchups uh, because you still have Ryan Deacon and Zane Rutherford out there, so. Pantaleo's never beaten uh, Zane, and J.O. seems to have Zane's number. So it's like, I think it really does Wait, come so, down um, some matchups. So if, with the final X, if they did not world medal, then the U.S. Open doesn't give them the final X sit out? Not this year. And that's why that's why the the participation in, in mm-hmm. the U.S. Open was a little down in well, terms I, of the, oh. the top level, right? It's because there, there, no, there was nobody sitting sure. and waiting after winning the U.S. Open. Yeah, so I thought they still got, but then obviously in whatever six of the weight classes, obviously the final X participants already determined. Mm-hmm. So I guess that was why I figured that the participation was not good at those weight classes, but like at seventy and seventy nine, almost seventy nine's got a world medal. Seventy, um, it looks pretty good, and so I, I actually thought these guys set out till final X, so it just gives them good seating. That's kind of lame. Yep. Yeah, that's and that's why. I mean, look back at, at U.S. Open from 2018 and 19 when it did give the final X spot. And you, you got guys like Kyle Dake and David Taylor and Jaden Cox yeah. and just didn't have that this year. And and the match, that's, the match that's on the screen right now is is Alec Pantelia, Luca Wick. And this is a good illustration of why these matchups matter. It's not like Pantelio is, is completely unstoppable. There are certain mm-hmm. matchups where guys can score. Luca Wick was was yeah. up I mean, he's um ended up getting teched in the end. But but you know if he if he could have stayed solid in those positions after taking the lead it's a guy that that uh showed a little bit of a template for how to put the points on the board yeah and mm-hmm. even it how things are domestically at 70 is actually a good illustration of how they are internationally because there's no like with Russia not there there's no like clear guy who's yeah, you know just this incredible favorite like Gajiev was the winner last year and Gajiev is a guy who's as basic as they come, right? He's a guy who just like kind of holds position, plays the step out game. Um, so really, when I look at seventy, I think about who can do the best at the world level. And I think, in my opinion, I think Deacon is yeah. a, is, a, is somebody if he can make the weight and be effective. I think with his skill set, I think he might be our best shot um, of of meddling. Um, and that's just kind of my opinion. I think I think Pantelio can be someone who could meddle, or he could he could also be a guy to go one and one. Um, cause he's, sometimes he can be matchup, um, dependent, uh, yeah. just with getting to his offense and stuff. He's um, got the, yeah, Patel's the got other, the, the other big upset was, uh, to me was, uh, Zap over Sasso. Like who saw that one coming? Yeah. And Zap feed, uh, didn't he beat Ashnall too? Oh, he, he did. did. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On the front side, which is like, what yeah. the heck Doug Zap? Cause I mean, he did a, He had an okay college year, but it wasn't anything to write home about. Yeah. Um, and and then his match with Pantelio was a one point match, three to two. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. so he looked really good and and also showed like, he and Luca Wick both. It's like all right, Pantelio, he's he's pe- the field is closer to him than um, than the one seeds at yes. some other weights. So it's going to be very interesting to see how that one plays out. Seventy four kilos, one and two. Oh, at go ahead. NCAAs. 
Just, I just like Zap to... was one and two. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, his big win this year was Humphreys, and then um, you know it was a match where Humphreys was up, Zap came back. It was early, I think it was at the Journeyman event in like November, yep. um, and then and then yeah, from there it was good, solid year, but nothing that would predict these kinds of upsets. Mm-hmm. Seventy-four, Jason Nolf won the bracket. Um, nothing else too too notable. Competitive, correct? Yep. yep. Yeah. Nothing, One seed for him. Close. Nothing close. 79, some interesting stuff. McFadden had had wild semi and finals matches. Um, he got he beat Vincenzo Joseph. Vincenzo Joseph was in a crazy match with Daringer. So that was wild. Uh, and then Imar not qualified. This weight we expected to be really good, and it had had maybe more storylines than any other weight class. Wait, Imar didn't qualify? I missed this. Holy moly. Yeah, he uh he Lost in the, what, quarters to McFadden. He got pinned with one second left in the first period. And then he drops down, and in the match to place, uh, he forfeited to who? Um, Thompson. Wait, but hold on. I wasn't he... the Concy round of two, which is like the blood round to place, wasn't that where they weighed in, or did was it the next so, round? So, no, yeah, he, you're he right. In. He wrestled, won, and then, and then what? he forfeited to eighth, and the top seven qualify. Wow, what is the explanation? What's the explanation here? <laughs> and maybe he's maybe he's always wanted to go to Atlantic City, and he wants to get to the last chance qualifier. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even know what to I, yeah. say here. I just figured. I figured when I saw that, I figured that uh, he just didn't weigh in, like a lot of people didn't weigh in. And then, but then, yeah, when I look at this, I'm like, oh, wait, but the weigh-in was after this. Yeah. Wow. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe he thought top eight qualified, uh, clerical error there, but <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure. Uh, wow. And even in the match, you know, the match against McFadden, he was he was winning the match. He was kind of kind of controlling it. Um, they kind of, They got caught in a scramble. He just held on to the leg a little bit too long, and McFadden That's kind of what McFadden a does a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just figures it out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the the I think we should talk about the the Vincenzo Joseph McFadden final. Like maybe I, we play. Do we have the scoring highlights up from that? Because McFadden was like he was pretty much knocked out. I thought he was done. Yeah, yeah. I think I, he I may have. Or any of that. He may have in. said, um, and he beats Alex. He was knocked out or close to his it. Neck, he said his neck was was pretty. Uh, Reject up. Yeah, there's a Tony Rotundo picture that pretty clearly shows how bad I, he told. I think he said Slay told him in the corner, "You could be sore tomorrow." <laughs> it's like, yeah, okay, you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this match was was really incredible. Probably the match of the finals, um, just with how it how it unfolded, and then when the when the the knockout came, and then how he caught up and and wrestled after it is. That's really incredible. Oh my goodness, that was two for him! Wow, I like that. Uh, that's it. That's old Dylan Ness technique right there. Mm-hmm. Is this the knock? Uh, no, this tight. isn't it. It was in the second period, so this is the oh, score. Nice right. At, so right at the end of the like first, it. they exchange oh, that twos. Was... That's where McFadden just keeps wrestling in some of these situations, and that's where he's so good at scoring points off people aren't expecting it. Yeah, he really is. Here it is. This is the knockout. Oh, good God. 
He said that all the weight of both of them went like right on the neck. He says neck just like took everything there. Oh, ouch! That's not good. Yeah, yeah. slow down. Boom. Oh, <laughs> man. Wow. Yeah, I, I think I think maybe he thought he could he could horse his hips down, but uh, I don't know if he knows this, but he's got some pretty strong hips. Mr. Vincenzo Joseph does. Chenzo fights this position for a really long time, and it, it for a while I was like, no, he's not gonna, Fad's not gonna get it, and then he just keeps going. Oh, he shouldn't and... have put his head under the leg there. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, that was a. So wait, we didn't even mention though. Um, I think uh, I maybe maybe mention it, but more surprising was Vincenzo beating Deringer because you know Deringer's a guy who. We've said, hey, if Jordan Burroughs wasn't the representative, we could definitely see uh Deirdre mm -hmm. getting a world medal and then you know he loses the eighth seed Vincenzo Joseph and a guy that was not the no, nobody expected to be wrestling in this event until a week mm -hmm. before or something uh that that match was mm -hmm. it Deringer was just he was pushing and pushing and pushing so much and and that's kind of right in Chenzo's wheelhouse he's not afraid to go lat drop oh there's that rotundo picture of McFadden's neck ouch not yeah, good that's not how a neck should look most of the time yeah i don't <laughs> my my opinion of of derringer really doesn't change too much after that match um and not, taking nothing away from vincenzo but like i feel like it was just really poor match tactics by derringer he's up three 30 seconds to go he's trying to get a step out which he doesn't doesn't really need um yeah, and sure. he's just running in and Chenzo plants him and kind of lat drops him over for four. Uh, I still think Derringer's right up there with, you know, top 10 in the world. Um, and I think Joseph, I think he looked really good. Um, mm -hmm. There was conversation after, I, I don't know if somebody interviewed him or if it was, you know, just talking, but like try, for him trying to decide, all right, am I going to wrestle continuing forward here? Am I going to make a run at this? Or is it just going to be something like, all right, that was cool. Um, I'll wrestle in trials, kind of see what happens. But I would like to see him continue wrestling. Um, I think that'd be cool. Yeah, I mean, honestly, well, he's got three weeks of trials. It's not like – I don't want to say you keep any preparation at that time, but it's not like you're getting like a full training camp in or anything. It's You're going to train for two and a half weeks, and then you're going to fly over mm -hmm. to Ohio and try to get it on. Or is that Ohio? I, yeah. What the hell is it? Uh, trials trials are in, in Iowa. Iowa. Yeah. In Iowa. Junior juniors is in Ohio. Mm -hmm. I think what's really impressive about Chenzo is he only he said he only trained specifically for a month for this. And yeah. he's he didn't really cut much weight at all uh either. So he's probably I mean, what do you think he's walking around at? You know, low low one eighties. Yeah. yeah, not yeah. he does, he didn't look big at all. Um no, so, he's not. yeah, I think I think that's what's super impressive, the way he wrestled you know, with only minimal training and stuff. So, yeah. His style is entertaining. Every tournament he's in is a, it's a good, it's a good thing. He's a value add for sure. Um, yeah. His, that quarterfinal was nuts. And then the semi between Marstell and McFadden was 21 points on the board. McFadden scored uh, again, like super late to win. I think with four seconds left. I think he was down eight to two with just over a minute to go. Um, McFadden was against Marsteller. Yes. Came back and won 11 to 10. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, he and that was in it that we I uh, I can't remember if it's Connor or Tyler, one of our one of our new video guys put together a pretty cool highlight of that match. It was 
McFadden so so much passion afterwards. He was pumped up, man. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, great great tournament for McFadden. That match was really fun. Check it out. Seventy nine. So well, seventy nine is obviously Burroughs to final X. Mm-hmm. Um, who who are the next best guys? I mean, is Taraki going to wrestle at the trials? Because I think so. Know. Yeah, I think he is. And mm-hmm. uh, immediately after, I think the open finals or while it was going on, he's like, "I want them all," or like, or like they're all going down. Uh, he tweeted yeah. that out. So he's been he's been tweeting out some pretty bold things lately yeah um, making it sound and, like he's coming for the spot nice 74 is pretty thin then too because obviously keegan's not wrestling so really got wick is going to be back down at 74 uh Nolf is there you know kyle dake to final x and then when you look at the cast of characters after the after this uh josh shields colin purinton pete pappas andrew signiglia tommy gant and josh ogansanya and maybe Shane Griffith, but Shane Griffith's been done almost no freestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like, I, I feel like that's as weak as 74 has been in a, a really long time. And I feel like the, the obvious final is Nolf and Wick. Mm-hmm. What if David Carr's in the mix? What, what can he do? Well, they have him at, I uh, mean, I saw, I guess they got him listed at 70. Um, yeah, well, but didn't Carr, Carr and uh, Evan rest? Didn't they all, where, where did they wrestle at? They wrestled at Olympic trials. Olympic trials. And Evan, and- Evan won. Okay. Everyone pretty clean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think it's Nolf uh, challenging Dake, and we we saw that at, <laughs> at Olympic trials. I don't think it looks like that again if they wrestle. I would agree. Um, I was I was shut, I was very surprised by that result. Yeah, that was that was just incredible. Um, I think I think Nolf has gotten better in the last year. Um, I think he's put on some yeah. good size, and he's wrestled. I mean, he's wrestled. A lot. He went to Uregan. Um, you saw him at the Open. So I think he's. I think he's making a, an effort to, to get better here. Who did he beat? Sabalov in a basketball jersey. He beat Sabalov and he beat um, Bitsoev, who Bitsoev was the <laughs> world bronze medalist from last year. Yeah. Hey, I, I'm I'm a little bit confused. Why? Um, so I'm looking at the USA wrestling document. It's on um, uh, the the mat. Why is that third placer included? Is that a new thing? Yeah. They they included top three in you mean at NCAs? Yeah, yeah. And when yeah. Is, when did they decide to do that? This year. This was that was a new new procedure this year. And I heard I heard an interview with Bill Zadick, uh Kyle Klingman conducted and he asked Bill, like, hey, is are, do you like this qualifying process for the trials? Do you like and he said he said that they want to keep the process fresh and that every year they're evaluating what can you know, what should we do, what can we do? And they I think I think one of the reasons they wanted to include the third placers was just they you know, wanted a few more guys in the mix. Um, I think, I wonder if they're thinking back to guys like guys like Thomas Gilman, who, who got upset and then he did qualify through the last chance, but if he hadn't, yeah. then that's a medalist. We potentially miss out on David Carr would have been in that situation this year where he got upset, but he came all the way back. And so I wonder if that's yeah. partly what they're thinking is just, let's not let one upset, keep a really good guy out. Um, but I don't yeah. know. It's new this year. Yeah. But I, I did hear Carr and Brooks, uh, Aaron Brooks were planning on going to World Team Trials, so oh, Aaron Brooks. Aaron Brooks at eighty six, I would imagine. Hmm. Eighty six is, is uh, actually kind of well. I guess I don't know who's going to show up. I mean, is Zahid going to show up? Is Bo going to show up? Is Miles is probably uh, Mark Hall mm-hmm. is obviously. Um, you know yeah, what? Brooks I just could do some damage. So 
Jaden has Jaden confirmed he's going to Final X? Hmm, good question. I was just thinking about between 80, 86 and 92. Um, you know, do we see guys maybe go up to 92? But 86 is going to be really weird to seed at World Team Trials as well because you have Mark Hall and then you have uh, Zahid, Aaron Brooks, Trent Hidley, um, Miles Martin, Nate Jackson. Yeah, Trent wrestled 92 before, so he maybe he goes mm-hmm. up to 92. Yeah, yeah. So... 86 will be interesting at trials. Um, I think Zahid is the you know big biggest challenger to David Taylor, but you could certainly yeah. see Aaron Brooks or even Hydley kind of make make their way in there. The yeah, for sure. Let's see. Um, right now, Jaden is not uh, declared for Final X. He's oh, wrestling. I thought it was just Gable. He's wrestling 92 at Pan Ams, but I don't think he's declared yet. <laughs> If he's wrestling ninety two at Pan Ams, there's, then there's a there's a tough jo- there's a bad joke to make here. Uh, I love Jaden, so I'm not gonna do it. Yeah, yeah. Hope <laughs> <laughs> oh. well being on being on time. Yeah. Yes, uh, I also don't see Kyle Snyder on the list right now. Um, but I thought yeah, I, thought, I, thought, I thought I had seen that. Yeah, he's in. I thought I had seen that. That's, he's in. Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. There's a list on um, that. So when when Kayla uh, declared yesterday, they they published a list of everyone who's declared so far. Uh, and that is, Snyder's not J- listed, so but I remember J- seeing that. Jaden, well, I don't, man, I thought Snyder committed already. I think he has. I'm, I'm pretty, pretty sure I wrote that up, so I'm almost positive that he did. Okay. Um, not Jaden. Jaden needs to get it done. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, okay. Would so we still good internet yeah. service in uh, Acapulco. <laughs> Jaden and Gable. Yeah. We need to find out. All right. Um, 86 kilos, Mark Hall, Mark Hall beat Marcus Coleman, so Mark Hall is going to be the one seed. And 86 kilos is the bracket where, you know, all those hypothetical Penn State tournaments everyone wants. I mean, it's if everybody shows up, it could be just just that. Um, if Aaron Brooks is in the mix. <laughs> Bo Nichols qualified. Uh, I don't think he's going to go, but yeah, he is qualified. I don't think so. He was out there this weekend coaching Jason Nolf, though. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then Mark Hall, obviously, winner gets David Taylor. So all those Penn State guys – uh, Aaron Brooks, if he's in, who, how, how do you think he does? Well, we saw him. Man, at this U.S. Open bracket was so bad. Oh my <laughs> god, I'm looking at it. Like, what is going on here, guys? Yeah, yeah. We saw we saw Brooks at Olympic trials, and he lost to who did he lose to? Um, lost he to lost Zahid, to Downey, right? and he lost to Zahid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he got tacked by Downey, which is that that one that one surprised wild. me big time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, where you where do you see Aaron Brooks um, at eighty six? Uh, do you see him third behind Zahid, or do you see him like fifth or sixth behind Hydley? Uh, who are you saying? Mark Hall's number one. Mark Hall's one. Zahid will be two, and then you got Hydley, Miles um, Martin, Nate Jackson could be Oof. at eighty six. So he could go anywhere from three to six. Yeah. I'm not is, expert on that one. I'll, is Parker Kekheisen is Parker Kekheisen going to wrestle the trials? Uh, I've not asked him. I'm going to ask him right now. Ooh. Live on the air. Um, uh, interesting to see. But yeah, I don't know. It, I, it is. It is Hall at the one. Uh, that that is a big advantage for him, separating him from Zahid, and uh, who knows who else. But kind of hope that I don't know. I, I would like the 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 bracket that gives us the 
most Penn State versus Penn State matchups just because I'm curious. What to about see those. which Penn State besides Aaron Brooks, Aaron Brooks uh, Mark, Hall. Mark Hall, Bo, Bo is Nichols. not wrestling. Bo's not going to wrestle. He's qualified, but he's he not ain't wrestling. No. Yeah. And then I was David sitting out till the finals. Mm-hmm. There's no one else, right? Unless, I mean, if, I guess if Starocky were to bump up, but I, I don't foresee that happening. Yeah, I don't think so. I think he's going 79. Or maybe Ed Ruth comes out of retirement. Ed Ruth. Why not? Kale throws his name in there. Kale Sanders. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I I didn't I didn't think anything too interesting happened at ninety two or ninety seven. Cam Caffey won at ninety two. He beat Isaac Trumbull in the finals. It's a good finals Mock. match. Yeah. Go watch that. Mike Mock beat Joe Rao in the finals in ninety seven. But those two weight classes were uh were not super Ugh. deep. Joe Rao retired from Greco. Now he's wrestling freestyle. <laughs> the, I mean, the the really interesting thing in that match is that he was I mean, he was pretty close with Mike Mock, mm-hmm. but John Stefanowicz was handing out the awards. <laughs> yeah. What if What if Joe Rao would have won that would have won that bracket, and then John Stefanowicz had to give him a stop sign? That would have been an awkward moment. Yeah. You think he tries to head pinch <laughs> him? I mean, Joe yeah, Rao. he might. I don't, I, don't, I don't think they have a good relationship. Yeah. Uh, but we didn't see it. We'll never know. Uh, heavyweight, Hayden Zilmer beat Dom Bradley. And apparently that's just how it's going to go from now on, huh? In a one-point yeah. match. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Zilmer, the one, Zilmer the one seed at the World Team Trials. That is that's, – that's great. Good for him. So um, and we don't know about Gable. Is there anyone else? Well, obviously Nick, Mason – Mason, does he have his injury issues taken care of or no? I don't. I don't know. I I'd kind of be surprised. It sounded mm-hmm. like something fairly extensive. Um, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I haven't heard. Oh, mm. We got to connect at Michigan. We can ask. Yeah. Um, there you okay. Go. Anything else that we should talk about from no. from the seniors? That's good, right? We can move on. That's it. Some of those right. brackets were honestly they they need to. I think they need to think really hard about what they're doing to get such weak U.S. Open brackets, and it's. I think it needs maybe a spot directly to Final X, or or, and in the in the way to where Final X is already qualified, have some type of really strong seating incentive because some of those brackets are really bad. The the incentive I think for weights previously that that where there was somebody sitting in Final X was that you got to sit in the finals of the World Team Trials. You're yeah. in the best of three. Um, mm-hmm. so even that is, that's better than just a one seed, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that was mm-hmm. the incentive they gave to the juniors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I would like to hear, you know, the reasoning behind why, why take away that incentive? Um, yeah. because you, we saw it and you were talking about it before the show was looking back at old, like 2017 or 2018 mm-hmm. us opens. Uh, you saw guys like who was, I mean, who was there? Like David Taylor, was at the yeah. U.S. Open. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, so 2019. Here are your U.S. Open champs: Dayton Fix, Cody Brewer, Yanni, Deacon, Imar, Daringer, Downey, Nickel, Gadsden, Kuhn. Um, yeah. that's group. that's good. And then and then 2019: Tony Ramos, Joe Cologne, Joey McKenna, Jason Chamberlain, Imar, Dake, Taylor, Jaden, <laughs> Austin Schaefer, Adam Kuhn. Uh, a lot of medalists in there, and like mm-hmm. world teamers, and th- the top of the top of the U.S. at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so pretty different from from yeah, this group. That's really yeah. Mm-hmm. And then and then like 
champs to champs is one thing, but then you look at, you know, places five through eight, uh, that that's is where it gets, that's where yes. it gets ugly this year. Yeah. I mean, even, even second place, look, read the second place results from this. Hold on. I'll, I'll do it for, uh, dang it all. Flow arena. When, uh, when you go to the, the results page and you have to click all those little yeah. tabs and oh, it resets yeah. you. Yeah. It, uh, it drives me crazy. All right. I got the second okay. placers for you. All right, go. Anthony Moulton. Josh Rodriguez, Matt Kalodzik, Jordan Oliver, Josh Shields, Vincenzo Joseph, Marcus Coleman, Isaac Trumbull, Joe Rao, Don Bradley. How many of that's, them are not all Americans? Yeah. Second, uh, second place. Yeah. 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 Quite a few. So you're right. That's that's something they gotta figure out. Um, you know, yeah, how do you how do you make that better? And I I don't know. We you know, we talked to Joey McKenna about it at uh, about at the ballpark, mm. and that was kind of what he was saying is like if there's no final X, I don't really know. You know, he's like, I could go do a, a, a tournament overseas. I could have other options yeah. if I want matches. Um, so, mm-hmm. yeah. But at juniors, they did have that incentive. Winners sit in the best of three finals. I don't know that everybody knew that. I think Nick Feldman's post-match interview, JD asked him how he was feeling about sitting in the best of three finals. He's like, oh, oh, really? I thought I had to wrestle the whole tournament. Hmm. Um, ha! But uh, but yeah, but that's what happened, and and the field at juniors was really deep, and and uh, some guys really really raised so their deep. stock for sure. Uh, Fifty seven kilos, Troy Spratley, man, what a tournament that guy had. He yeah, he's good. He's been kind of an unknown for the last year. He wrestled at this event a year ago, and then did not wrestle for like Billy eleven. He did months. pretty well last year, correct? He was two and two. Um, oh no, Wrong yeah, guy. he was he was okay, but he be, I mean he was he beat Jesse Ibarra. Who's that's a good win, but it was Solid. you know, two and two. He lost to the guys who were good, but uh, but not a not not a tournament like this. And he's just been training for the year. Looked outstanding. He had he drew Robbie Howard in the very first match of the entire, you know, first match of his <laughs> tournament, round of sixty four, and and he got you know, taken down first. Then he got a takedown. Then he got another takedown and got on top and and went to work in parterre. I, I really like him if he's the Definitely one on our beast. team. He's got offensive attacks on his feet. He's got parterre offense. And uh, so, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. so uh, Figueroa lost in the quarters. I was watching this match against – I think his name is Jory Volk. I've seen yes. him forever. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Um, and then Volk actually injured out, defaulted out the next match. And I, I didn't recall, like, a really evident injury in that match. So I, I don't really know what happened to Volk. He called injury time during the match and was holding like it, it looked like maybe a hamstring or something yeah. like something leg related, and mm-hmm. uh, and that match did get a little scrambly. Um, so so I don't yeah. know. We got the we got the Howard Spratley highlight up and Robbie Howard at first it was like okay this guy maybe he's just gonna roll, and then good reattack there, really quick on the go behind. For. But then uh, Robbie Howard came all the way back to – he did come all the way back to third place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Figueroa – Figueroa also injury defaulted on the backside, correct? Richie, Blair, let me take a look. I think, that's, I think that is true. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah, he, he didn't that's place. It. Yeah. Yeah, he, he did not make weight day two, so I don't know if it was injury default. And he would have had Robbie Howard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he injured yeah, injury defaulted to Robbie Howard. That's the match that a lot of people circled for a final and uh didn't get to see it at all. So yeah, it'd be interesting to see if those two are back um 
by the trials, which is it's actually a month or maybe it's five weeks. Um, the other thing is the I feel like these brackets could be huge because I looked at the qualification procedure the other day. Um, I'll, I'll bring it up real quick in a sec. And uh, I feel like these brackets, the junior trials could be huge. I think they could. So uh, hold on. I'm, I'm almost there. Central right here. U20 uh, eligibility. Boom. Right there. Ah, oh, dang it. I click. I must click the wrong button. <laughs> sort of wrong a, button. I'll find, I will find it for you guys. But while uh, you're pull, yeah, while you're pulling that up, I, I mean, I, th- I expected Spratly to do well in this, in this bracket, but I didn't think he was going to look as good as he did. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. His closest was match was his, was a semi final match. Um, and who did he wrestle there? Cooper Flynn. Yeah. It was three to two. Um, and that, that one, that one really showed off, I think, like the positioning and like the just the, the pressure that he can put on some people. I was really impressed with him. Uh, he was, it was a close match, but it, he looked like he was in control kind of the whole time against uh, Cooper Flynn. Yeah. He's a All big. Right, I got it for you guys. Ready? Yeah, what do we got? What do we got? Um, previous world team member, previous cadet world team member, any medalist from a UWW scheduled event, top six place winners from Fargo last year. Oh, wow. Top eight place winners from the either this tournament or the last tournament U20. Any All American from the U23s last year. Top four place winners from uh, <laughs> the U23 trials. Any All American in any division. This is the one that like I'm questioning whether it's actually real or not. Any All American from the 2022 Folk Style Nationals, because okay. that tournament we go to is not all that great. Um, yeah. anyone from the senior open, any NAIA all American, any junior college all American, also junior college nationals, not that great. So, the, the the qualifications for this tournament is very large, yeah. I mean, I, I guess that's a way to incentivize just you know, volume of participants. And and uh, if you're trying to build your pipeline, uh, you know, maybe that's maybe that's not the worst thing in the world. The good news for these champs of this tournament is they're just sitting out, they're waiting, yes. Um, so it does seem like even just talking about uh, senior world team trials, like qualifications, and then now now juniors, like USA mm-hmm. Wrestling just put way more of an emphasis on, all right, let's get people to trials. Like, let's just like open up the doors. I, I don't make... see why. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't really love it because I actually start thinking, you know, when you're, well, with the seniors, I guess it doesn't make that big of a deal because there's no final two or three, but with juniors, I mean, if the bracket gets to the 16, like, dude, those guys are minimum, you know, four matches. But if it starts getting over that, they could potentially have more than that if they make the finals. Yeah. Do you remember yeah. that one year where there was a 32-man bracket? I believe Deacon was the one that made it out. Oh, yeah. Do you remember this? It was like somehow it was like 24 people qualified at the same. I don't remember why, but it was something totally crazy. And he beat – is that – that that was the year that he beat Yanni? Yanni, Yanni yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why the brackets are so big, but it. Yeah, I mean, if they are, it's going to be. Well, I one thing one thing that they've I, that USA Wrestling has tried to figure out also is is how to get more people to U twenty threes and how to get like the the high the highest. No one cares about U twenty three. I don't know why. That's the uh, thing. But so, so I wonder if that's part of it. Is like if you if you allow everybody who who was an all-american at any division of college all these guys maybe you get more college coaches 
that are going there for juniors that now are going to bring a squad for U23s or, you know, bring a handful sure. of guys for U23s. So I wonder if that's part of it because this year the structure of, of the trials events is, is completely different. It used to be, it used to be, um, you know, cadets and U15s on its own separate date and yeah. then juniors connected with the, with the U.S. I Open. love the juniors and, and seniors. So I love that the U.S. Open puts all those things together in one building. Yeah. So now, but now it's like U23s and juniors together. I don't know that we've ever seen those trials at the same event, standalone event. I think this is the first time. And so maybe that, maybe they're trying to get, get numbers up for both of those and, and yeah, with the hopes of improving the quality of the U23 team. I don't know. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but Spratly is interesting because I think if, if Pat McKee wants it, I think he could have two years left in Minnesota. Uh, I'm, I don't know. Yes. I'm looking at his wrestle stat. He, uh, he, his freshman year, he redshirted in 2019, and then he's been the starter for the last three years. So, I believe he could take two years. And uh, Spratly looks like a 25. He doesn't look like a 33. And so does McKee. So, I don't know. McKee's big. Maybe, maybe they figured it out. But that'll be interesting to see what they do. But Spratly looks to me like a difference maker at the NCAA level whenever yeah. he whenever he, he starts. He looks good. Um, I I also thought Jory Volk would you know raise his stock a little bit. He's going to Wyoming. Just getting that win over Richie Figueroa is a really impressive win. But well, I thought he was at Wyoming. Is he not? Nope. He was a senior this year. In senior. High school. Okay, got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought he was there already. Not yet. Not yet. So mm-hmm. that's good. Anything else crazy? Fifty-seven. Um, no, I don't think so. Nothing too crazy. I think it's actually one of the least fun weight classes. Some of the other weight classes, I remember going back afterwards and saying, wait, he was in the bracket? Wait, he was in the bracket? And like, just like really, really high level guys going like one and two or two and two. And I I would, I didn't realize, you know, it was something more like I, I remember on the show talking about all these guys that were in the bracket and who could possibly challenge. And then honestly, I figured like some of them just didn't show up. Um, and then, you know, kind of going back and, oh, wait, he only went two and two or whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. There were, there were a bunch of guys like that. Um, 61, Nick Buzakis won the bracket and good news for Ohio state fans, right? He looked good. He's part of that per, perhaps yeah. best recruiting class of all time and, uh, tech in the finals. He had a really, really close match with Garrett Grice in the semis. Um, I think Garrett Grice is a stock up guy. He's had a. Yeah, stock up. He's looking. He looks good. He's going to Virginia um, from Nebraska. He's a high school senior this year, so he looked good. He beat Emilio Isagari for third. Um, that's a good get for for Virginia, and uh, he's had some really really solid wins throughout his high school career. But I think this is probably his strongest performance in, in his career so far. Yeah. Quite, just, question uh, here. I, I I didn't realize Isagari beat uh, Dean Peterson in the second round. Mm-hmm. Dang. Um, I, I was gonna say question here: Do we see Jesse Mendez go U twenties for for trials? Um, if he if he doesn't make you know if he doesn't make final X, right? Does he He's go? He's got to right. Yeah. So then we could see you know Mendez versus Buzakis. Yeah. Um, for a world, world team trial spot. Yeah. That's that's I, a match we've wanted to see, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know why he wouldn't. So yeah, I'm, I'm assuming we'll see him there. Yeah, I think so. He's a guy that's not afraid of volume of competition. Last year, he made the junior world team and then rolled up to U23 trials and made the best of three finals. He split matches with with uh, Chris Cannon and then mm-hmm. ended up injured in his in his last match. Had to have surgery. Yep. 
Um, so that guy, yeah, he'll wrestle. He'll wrestle yeah. anywhere. And um, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, we'll see. Mendez, can Mendez, can Mendez make it the final X? I don't know. Uh, I, I think, would say unlikely. Not yeah, impossible, yeah. just unlikely. Yeah, I think Megaludus is a, probably the the matchup that it gives him the, the toughest. You know, I think there's. I mean, I think Gross is probably a bad so, yeah. matchup too. Mm-hmm. What about NATO? Not a great matchup. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, sixty-one was it was so deep, really fun to to watch. But Buzakis, the headliner, and Buzakis Mendez, that that would be an incredible best of three series. There's been yeah. intrigue around that matchup. Um, would have loved to see it at some point. Just haven't. They've been a weight class apart. Uh, and then it and then it begs the question: What do they do weight class wise in college? It's always you know the assumption has mm-hmm. been that it's going to be Buzakis thirty three, Mendez forty one. Mendez doesn't look like he struggles to make 61 kilos. He looks fine there. Yeah, I agree. Neither one of them look big, but I, that's a weight class where I think, you know, if they commit to the weight, that it's not that hard to get a tiny bit bigger. Yeah, that's true. Um, 65 kilos. The final was Vince, Vince Cornella over Caleb Larkin. And uh, mm-hmm. Cornella, it looks like he's made some really impressive gains in that Cornell room this year. And gotta imagine working with Yanni every day, and and just you know in that with that staff that, that he's he's um, had some success. And he mentioned in his interview afterwards that he had like over thirty matches this year, so he he feels like he got yeah. seasoned pretty well. In a lot, uh, I mean the, the upset here was Chittam lost to Jameson. I was I watched Jameson last year at the the same event, and he was really impressive to me. Um, and he kind of hammered Chittam, but then he lost to uh, Cornell, but he comes all the way back to take third place. Yeah, <clears throat> taking Jameson looks like I don't know how he makes this weight class. He is so big, yeah, big and strong. Uh, and that that's the guy. Taking Jameson is the guy that that Spratly credits a lot of his improvement to. They were training partners last year. Now Jameson's at Minnesota, uh, redshirted this year. He's a guy. I would. I am very curious how he fits in for them in the lineup. Um, actually, I don't know if he was. He may have taken like a like a gap year or something. I don't know if he wrestled any matches for Minnesota uh, this year, but that's where he is headed. Yeah, he's impressive. Yeah, uh, no so matches. Who else are we going to see at this weight class, given that I read that those procedures off? Uh, I feel like there's got to be a couple other good people who maybe um, weren't here. I was thinking Meyer Shapiro maybe. Um, yeah. Maybe he's here. Uh, who else could there be? At 65? Yeah. Is he 65? There's some other college wrestlers too that maybe weren't in the field that could be here. Meyer Shapiro's going to be a, yeah, good question about with the weight class. He he was the cadet world champ last year at 65, but he wrestled up at 152 recently um, at a, at the, I think the journeyman event where he, Oh, it was journeyman. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Where he beat uh, Arrington, Jackson Arrington. So that would be interesting. Uh, Casey Swiderski. I think he's, I think he's training folk style, but if he wanted to throw his hat in the ring in freestyle, that'd be really fun. Um, those those are the two probably on the high school side of things that will be really fun to see. Uh, yeah, no one else at the college level that... Let's see. Feel. I mean, the only there were only a couple freshman All-Americans, period, this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true, huh? Um, there was... Oh, uh, let's see. Let's oh, yeah. We'll get to 141 real quick. 
what was it? Who was the guy that uh, that beats Devon, the Penn guy? Well, um, Carter Young has got to be eligible. Carter uh, Young, yeah. Composto would be his because he senior trials placer last year. Mm-hmm. That'll yeah. be an interesting one. Yeah, that'd be fun. Carter Young, mm-hmm. yeah, he was in the junior finals last year. He could, although I I kind of think he may go sixty one kilos if he wrestles. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, you're um, right. I don't see anyone else at 41. That's that's probably that's really good. That's of that age. Mm-hmm. So 65, and then and then uh, Vanderveer. We last week we were like, "How is Joel Vanderveer going to make 61 kilos?" He ended up he did not. He ended up going 65, and um, eighth place. He he injury defaulted in that seventh eighth place match, uh, but you know I I don't know. I expected maybe maybe we'd see him make a run. Yeah, who who did he lose to on the front side? Uh, he lost to he lost uh, to Gilcher. Dylan Gilcher. That one surprised me because uh, I knew Gilcher was good, but you know he's ranked uh, I don't know I mean, what are you guys rank fifteen something like that in the high school yeah. rankings? Yeah, so he's seventeenth right now. Seventeenth. So seeing him beat up on uh, Vandiver was was pretty surprising to me. Yeah, I didn't I did not see that coming. Um, Vandiver. He he had I mean he had good wins early he beat he beat um, Caleb Rachi in a fun that match was super fun oh yeah 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 that was early that was like round of thirty two maybe that's right round of thirty two he beat Ethan Miller who's who's tough at uh, he's at Maryland but Gilcher yeah Gilcher looked really good not to yeah, the, the other match that I was I was coaching uh, Cornella who won Bianchi. Came back and made it uh, eleven ten him, and then got tilted with twenty seconds left to lose twelve eleven. Man, that was that was a tough one. All right, the way you've been waiting to talk about Ben, I think seventy kilos, uh, <laughs> dude. This was, I mean, what a crazy stock up performance for Mitchell Messenbrink. Yeah. He he, and and it was not completely out of the blue because. He looked great. We talked about his performance at the Journeyman event. He he had a bunch of good wins. He like he killed everybody there too. Nico Ruiz, he tech Nico yeah. Ruiz, um, but he beat Panero Johnson in the finals. It's a solid win. Better better wins than that though. Probably Caleb Henson and Chance Lamer. He beat along the way, and he teched everybody. Um, yeah, what was right. it? I mean, you you were kind of behind the scenes. What what's give us the insight? What's what's been going on? Uh, with him? Yeah, he just he's hard worker and has had a whole bunch of things to come together, added a few new weapons to his arsenal. And I mean, honestly, like, you know, I, I just think, I think maybe he looked a little worse than he was at super 32. So that kind of, um, maybe made people out, out on him a little bit because he had a really down performance, but then, you know, when I think you look at that down performance, Sealy and Ferrari are like number three and two in the country. So maybe there people were thinking of them too lowly and, and and that kind of also brought his stock down. Yeah. And the thing, Max and I complain about this. Hey, you flow, we're complaining about you flow guys right now. Okay. Wisconsin guys just don't get matches during the season. So our guys just drop in the rankings. You know what I'm saying? It's, and yeah. so it's obviously not your guys' fault, but it's just, it sucks because like, um, you know, uh, say a Cole Marisola, you know, does third place at Fargo. And I want to say his only loss this year is to McAnelly. Mm-hmm. And but he, you know, he drops and drops and then he drops out of the rankings. And then this weekend, I think he beat two ranked guys. Um, you know, and you know, like Sinclair and Connor both beat Jude Correa and a few other guys. 
And so just Wisconsin guys, we don't get the opportunity because of travel restrictions to travel and compete. So our guys, we feel like just kind of as the season goes on, they drop down because everyone else is wrestling each other and moving around. And Wisconsin yeah. guys just go like this. Yeah, I mean it does. It happens for uh, sure, and and it's it's not just Wisconsin, right there. Yeah, but any states like that where you're, where you're stuck, um, yeah. that could definitely. That's probably probably similar with like with Gilter. I know Michigan mm-hmm. has similar kinds of restrictions. A guy like that can can kind of move down, and uh, I, that's a. I I think that the thing that one of the things that would be most surprising to people who don't do the who don't do the rankings or don't pay attention to them is is how similar a guy that's like. 19th and a guy that's like sixth are a lot of the times yeah, for real like they are yeah there's so many there's so many guys that are so good and they're all right there um and yeah you're right i mean it can over time that it, it, you know cut three if there are three guys in, that are ranked from pennsylvania and one of them's fourth and one's 12th and one's 19th and the guy that's 19th beats the guy that's fourth like they can all move yeah. around they're all very, well, very and close then, but then, so then the four doesn't here's the problem here because here's, here's, here's exactly what happens then the four doesn't go to 19, right? Then 19 yeah. goes to like five and then four goes to like seven. So now you have a five and a seven. Yep. And now there's another, a new 19, right? And then the 19 beats the five. Yeah. Who was the 19? And now they're all, you know what I'm saying? So they kind of like, it feels like they all just do that. And then the Wisconsin guys just go yep. and just slide down the whole year. So where's, where's okay. Messenbrink after this? I mean, I mean, you I guys mean, don't put him number one. At, he's number one at 152. Way. Yeah, he's number one at 152. It's, yeah, yeah. it's 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 pretty clear. Um, he he wrestled up at that journeyman event, so he was up at 60. But he's he's. Yeah. I mean, he's. This is more comparable to 52. So is he a 57 yeah. next level? Uh, yeah, he's he's a 52 pounder and he's a 57. I'm pretty sure at Fargo he'll wrestle 52. Well, he makes a junior world team. He's not going to Fargo. Um, and that's you know obviously he's in, he's in the finals right now so he, yes. he definitely could. Um, who's the who's the number one at one sixty? I'm blanking because Jordan Williams was in the bracket and he was third. Number oh one, number one was Levi Haynes who's Le- in the next weight class above that. Yep, yep. Um, Head. Yeah, I think Jordan Williams. I'm gonna probably move Jordan Williams back down to fifty two. I don't I don't know. It's hard to know what to do with some of these weights because yes. seventy is in, it is in between. It's a lot closer to fifty two than it is to sixty. Um, so I don't know. I got to figure that out. That's a today problem. Not- hey, speaking of the Mitchell Messerick and Pinero Johnson, and this happened to one of my other guys, and I, you know, I, I probably meant to talk about this before because this is not the first time this happened. Freestyle has unlimited injury time, as yeah. many as you want, whenever you want. It is such an obscure, obscure, ridiculous rule. I mean, honestly, I'm thinking about registering for a freestyle tournament and then just standing out there and saying, "Like, ah, I want injury time," <laughs> and seeing how long it takes him to like kick me out of the tournament. Did they? I thought they cautioned and won him one time. Not on the injury, it was because he ran out of bounds. Was it? Yeah, but there was know. another one. I, I, I won't, it was it was another kid I was coaching. The other guy took it was I think it was three injury times, and it was it was forever. I mean, it had to be uh, somewhere between eight and ten minutes of injury time, and it was a different injury every time, so you kind of knew what he was doing. Yeah. Um, but Pinero specifically, and I'll call this out. He did the same thing to Mitchell last year at. Um, at Fargo and not and knocked him out. And then I watched him in another match. He did the same thing. And then, so then it got me curious, like how frequently does he do this? And I believe he did the same gimmick in seven of nine matches at Fargo last year. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's pretty common and there should be a punishment for it. And there's not. 
There's not. The other guy, I mean, yeah, it's the Musakayev strategy. And yeah. the other the other guy that that did it that was in the finals at not U twenty but U seventeen was KJ Evans. Um, oh yeah. And mm-hmm. and the <laughs> the funniest thing was like in both his his match with with Ladarian Lockett and his match. Did with you Jeff watch Seeley. that one? That match was absurd. Did you did you watch? I don't know if we have the scoring highlight ready from Ladarian Lockett and KJ Evans, but oh my in that God, match, it was it was absurd. The 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 funniest part was <laughs> after the, after he's done it already a couple times, he calls injury time again. KJ does, and Ladarian Lockett like he runs back to the center. He's standing on the line. He looks over his shoulder and he sees that he's called injury time again, and Lockett just falls over. He's like so he's so frustrated that he has to wait again that he's doing this again. He like literally just like flops to his back like he <laughs> like he got like poisoned and like. All over. It was so funniest thing, but and it's then, so ridiculous that they can just call it as many times as they want for as long as they want. And there's no penalty whatsoever. It's yeah, absurd. And then, and then in the in the final in the best two out of three, the second match, Evans called a million injury times again. And at some at one yeah. point, Joe Seeley just went back to the center of their mat and just sat down. He sat cross there, right? He yeah. just like crossed his legs. Chris cross applesauce. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He just uh, sat there. Like, JD, on the call, JD just. He just gotten done saying like, "Man, I'm just really impressed by the maturity of Joe Seeley." And then yeah. you see him sitting in crisscross applesauce <laughs> in the middle of the mat. That's pretty. That's a pretty good one. Yeah, uh, but you're yeah. right. That that is ridiculous. They, they people are just that you know take as they will they will take it as as long as you let them. So got to figure it out. Yeah, um, it's it's I don't even know, I don't even know what to say about that. That's the UWW thing. That's not a USA wrestling thing. This is a. I, I mean, I don't even know like. Like literally, I'm very curious as to if I enter a turn. How long could I stand there for before they said, "Nah, you're out of here"? But nope, yeah. it's unlimited. Yeah. I get to keep standing here. And and what amount of like pretending do they need to to consider an injury? Like, if could you just that's yeah. the other thing you got to try is like, can you just call injury time and then just when the trainer comes, like, no, no, like just. The just funniest wait. thing was. Um, um, I'm not gonna say their names, but if you're smart, you'll figure this out. The kid that was faking the injury time on the uh, the other match I'm talking about, his brother and him are both notorious fakers, and so I was very <laughs> frustrated because the match right in front of me, it was like this dude is faking his third injury time or whatever, and someone in my in the corner, you know, everyone's like, oh yeah, he does this all the time. And they're like, oh my God, his brother's doing the exact same thing, and they're on back to back mats, and both brothers were in the same faking injury position and it was almost like it was rehearsed it was really hilarious and then i started laughing even though i was so mad i started laughing that's they they you know they train at the musakaya school of wrestling so I, <laughs> yeah uh, i actually yeah you're you're not the only one who observed that um i i just texted you a photo oh, God, some holy, oh, oh, oh so, i got a anyway, picture of it yeah we don't oh. have to <laughs> we don't have to throw them under the bus but uh it was it, it, it was that that photo should be hanging in the Hall of Fame. Um, so, oh my god! No, it, it yeah, it happened a lot. Uh, <laughs> but that seventy bracket, not to get like too far off off track here, because yeah, the, I mean the the injury time thing was annoying, but Mesenbrink looked awesome. But listen to this, listen to the placers at this weight that he won. So it's it's it Mesenbrink, Panera Johnson, Jordan Williams was third, Hunter Garvin fourth, Kale Swenson, Chance Lamer, Ramon Ramos, AJ Kovacs. That's and that is a tough bracket. Yeah. Well, and who, and, and uh, listen, who got knocked out before that is, uh, well, you got number one in the country. Um, Caleb Henson. Caleb Henson got knocked out. Herrera Rodone got knocked out. 
Um, Fedelin got knocked out. He's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean this Brad Killer, uh, Michael Killick, He's really good. I mm-hmm. think he's like number seven. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. these juniors, well, these junior weights are so fun because unlike seniors, they actually freaking show up and and bring the heat. And there's a lot of really good matchups really early on. Yeah, very good weight. I don't know this Brock McMillan guy, but he had a crazy match with I think Chance Lamer really early on. And yeah. he ended up getting knocked out really early. Brock McMillan's tough. He was I, I think a three time a three time state champion PA in in the AA division, so kind of smaller school. And he he was always like outside the top twenty because he didn't do a ton of wrestling at like off season tournaments. But he would just win everything in PA, but just wouldn't hit the right guys. Um, but he's yeah. at Pitt. He's he's a, a guy that like. If you're only looking at the rankings, you're not going to have seen his name a lot, but but he he's super good, and I think Pitt is really glad they had him. He was a true freshman this year, so we'll see. I, I think he could, nice. I think he could end up making an impact for sure. All right, so um, tell me who who else could enter. So we talked about um, Meyer Shapiro. Who else could enter that bracket uh, for the trials? Hmm, Seventy kilos. Let's see, other guys. I mean, Jackson Arrington. Uh, Jackson Arrington okay. would be fun. Daniel Cardenas would be really fun. Um, is there any chance we see Levi Haynes go down? Or him hmm. being at 74 is kind of just the message of, all right, he's just wrestling up. I, I think the long-term plan for him is is to get bigger and not smaller, mm-hmm. um, unless they really feel like they could use him at 57 this year. Mm-hmm. But I, I yeah. think even if they – even if they think they may use him at 57, I don't think that's a decision they're going to make between now and June. Yeah. Um, so I, I would expect is, that he'll be 74. Yeah, and this is why the the this is why the the trial or sorry the open these these weights are so important because you get a buy. So now like Mitchell's sitting out. Like honestly, and you when I mentioned those criteria, like you could easily have a 16 man bracket of this weight class, um, mm-hmm. and like it's going to be a bloodbath. Like number 16 is going to be really good. Yeah. And, you know, so by the time who, whomever it is makes it to the finals, they're, they're likely going to have four, they're going to be four matches deep. And so if they were to, you know, they're going to be six, seven matches deep on the day. That's, that's a, it's a tough day. So it's a single day, right? So they do the morning of the tournament, the afternoon is the best of three. Mm, I, I don't think so. I think I'm it's pretty three... sure. I, I just looked at it. Is that right? They do. So, do, they do... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was looking because my, for my travel schedule. Okay. Uh, because, because the event, right now. the event itself is like the third through the fifth, right? So they do, yeah. So it was, it's U twenty three and U twenty Greco on oh, Friday. Yeah. So they do the weigh-ins and then the finals at night. Got it. Um, and then the second day they do the let's see, make sure yeah. So they do trials finals in the morning, and then they do the best two out of three at night. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's gonna be a brutal day, man. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to think, if there's anybody else that we could see in there that would be. Uh, high school wise guys like, you know, maybe yeah, Eric Gibson could be in there. Um, yeah. yeah but um, when you'll get the field, it's already placed. It probably it's seven. It's going to be someone really good to make it through that field of, cause there's, uh, you know, stylistically, there's a lot of interesting landmines too, you know, between Pinero Johnson, Jordan Williams and Hunter Garvin. Those are three distinctly different styles that are tough to wrestle for sure. That's yeah, seventy man. Somehow it's it's one of the deepest. It's one of the deepest weights we have right now. Um, oh. That's great, and it's we talked about it last week. But like non-Olympic weight, the junior level, it doesn't it doesn't really matter. Like people, yeah, people are gonna wrestle what they weigh. Yes, seventy-four kilos. Facundo, 
Facundo looked pretty good. Uh, his path ended up being, I don't, I don't know, maybe not the path I, I would have expected. Um, but he, you know, beat Vinny Zerbin in the finals. Good, good work from Zerbin to punch through, get to the finals. That, that was great. Beat Nico yeah, Ruiz. That, that bottom side kind of fell apart a little bit. It really did. I mean, the, yeah, for, I mean, Levi I, Haynes losing early was a surprise to me. Came back and got mm-hmm. fourth. Uh, Michael Caliendo beat him for third. Um, he really yeah. did fall apart. Big time. It, yeah. I, yeah. Uh, hmm. Derek Fields for you, but yeah, Vinny Zerbin, um, who obviously he's had a lot of success before, but I did not foresee him making the finals of this tournament. He beat Derek Fields. He beat Antrell Taylor. Those are both really good wins. Zerbin was like, he might have been the last big board guy that was uncommitted last year. He didn't decide on Northern Colorado until I think like partway through the summer. And um, yeah, good pickup for those guys. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, that was that was fun. I think Caliendo looked really good. He he beat Rocco Welsh last year at Fargo and ended up losing to him on the backside. Mm-hmm. They split matches, but he's looking good for North Dakota State. It was really yes. you know impressive. Um, I don't know Zeb Gnida. I don't know Zeb. You That's know Zeb? Uh, Matt. My brother knows. I can't remember what the connection. is. My brother knows him really well. And was uh, he was in his corner? Because one time I walked up like Max, who are you coaching right now? He's like, <laughs> oh, this is Zeb. I know. I know his parents. I don't. I don't remember exactly what the connection is. But yeah, my brother was coaching him, and I think it was a, a New York connection, I believe. Okay, Zeb. Yeah. I mean, he had the he had the lead over Vinny Zerbin, like eight to four. He blew it, I believe. Max, what Max told me, yeah, he gives up eight points in the last thirty seconds. Uh, yeah, it's brutal. So he's up eight three. Damn. Zeb Nita. He wrestles. Uh, he's a he's a Duhok. Oh, okay, so a he wrestles Duhok. for Dubuque. Uh, Loris, oh, Loris, Loris College. Oh, but it's Division three, okay. huh? Yeah, Loris. All right, good for Loris. <laughs> um, okay, good job, Zeb. <laughs> Anything else to seventy four? No. Seventy nine kilos was was another really deep weight. Luca Augustine came through. He said this was his like his first or one of his first freestyle tournaments. Uh, but he just he's such a physical hand fighter. He is he's a massive guy at the weight. And uh, kind of beat up Danny Wask in the in the finals. Um, yeah, he beat James Rowley early on. Logan Messer, Elise Brownton, and uh, Luke Augustine sitting in the best of three, seventy nine kilos. And this was a weight. That's that... another one where this this is one of the ones specifically where I was like, these guys got knocked. You know, like I uh, knocked board in uh, Rojas, um, Rowley, who's Rowley. They all got knocked out like pretty early mm-hmm. uh in the like one and two two and two type performances and that's like, i mean it just goes to show you how deep some of these brackets are because those are guys who all have probably been top 10 at some point in their careers yeah manny rojas was three and two james rowley was two and two hunter Lyon was three and two antrell taylor two and two kyle valencia didn't place um oh matt singleton didn't place mm-hmm. no i'm oh, sorry he took eight wait took eighth eighth seventh Eighth. Oh, so okay. Dominic Baker was one and two. Like these are all ranked high school guys that, like, yeah, it's just brutal. Yeah, brutal bracket. But yeah, and so, um, you know, out of that mix, Rocco Welsh looked good. He got third. Uh, yeah, Singleton. This this weight, there was like I can't remember which round it was, like round of thirty two or something like that. All of these guys, Andrew Sparks lost early. Um, 
Someone was who picked Sparks to win? I feel like someone picked him to win. JD. And he lost right away. JD did, yes. Sparks was 0 2. He lost to Connor O'Neill and Christopher Ola. (laughs) Fled the country. Fled the country. (laughs) Man. Yeah, it was it was great. Yeah, it was wild. So Danny Wask in the finals. Um that guy has just he has had an amazing twelve months of wrestling. And yeah, uh, good job for him to make it to the finals. But this is one where a huge advantage for Luca Augustine sitting in the finals. But if you're if you're taking you know if you're trying to decide if you want to take the guy sitting in the finals or the field, this is one where I think the field is um, field's going to be really good. But really freaking. Good. I mean, he he looked good. Uh, he kind of hammered everyone. I mean, his his uh, quarterfinal no sorry semi against Brownton was. Uh, I don't want to say a little, you know, he was losing for a portion of it, but besides that, he kind of beat up on everybody. He really did. Yeah. Nobody was picking him. Nobody was, I mean, Nobody. I, he was, JD I, had I, him I, honestly, this... I wouldn't have known who Luke Augustine was. I had to look up his Russell stat and see who, who is I this think... dude. He had, he had a decent year. You mentioned his, his, was it his quarter or semi against Brownton? Yeah. I think he was down 8-0 or 9-0 in that match. Yeah. Jeez. Um, and then, and then came back. I think he got a big four and a couple turns. Um, yeah, so he was, he yeah. was twelve and five. Um, no, like great wins on the year, but like you look at it, and he's pretty solid. He's beating some decent guys and, and winning matches at the divisional level. Um, but yeah, this is where sometimes guys come out of freaking nowhere. Um, and you know, the college guys when they've been in the room for a little bit versus some of these really high level high school guys, some of those guys make that huge jump in that first year of college. Yeah, for sure. And and he said in his post match, he's like, he's like, man, I just you know I, I get ankle picked by Nino Bonacorsi all the time. I get, he's uh, uh, like, I get thrown by uh, Jake Wenzel all the time. He's like, that's just what I've spent the year doing. And kind of, I think I don't know if he surprised himself, but um, it's like, yeah. sounded like a little bit. Um, but the other, the other person you could see here, and this is like, I don't I don't know. Sometimes I don't know what people what their strategy is, but. Um, Braden Thompson wrestled the senior level and played six, so he's obviously qualified. But like, he could have done himself a huge favor by getting the the bye to the finals. Yeah, yeah, he could have. Yeah. He's he's yeah. now qualified for the trials too. I you know maybe another guy that's going to try to get those those two events in, wrestle at senior trials and then wrestle junior trials. Um, yeah. So, um, yep. Eighty six kilos so they, was was oh so go ahead. Oh uh, yeah, I was going to say when you yeah when you're looking at um the junior trials bracket you know you, you could have thompson in there wask is going to be in there wask welsh uh bar probably will who he may he may jump in rojas mm-hmm. Rowley, Leiden, taylor all these guys are gonna be qualified so that's another way you could have a super deep uh bracket at the uh, junior trials yeah the field's gonna be really tough 86 is gonna be the field's gonna be really tough too because i i think probably the surprise champ of the tournament samuel fisher he, i didn't know uh, him either he he in his post match he's like dude I was zero and five my freshman year at Virginia Tech and then he was six Jeez. and three yeah he was six and three this year, um, but yeah his combined NCAA record for the career his career is six and eight and now he's sitting in the best of three finals and this this bracket was very tough he very, uh, yeah ridiculously tough he beat Brock Delsignore in the finals Saldano was third Tate Piccolo fourth Anthony Parker Nathan Haas Wyatt Volker and Giuseppe or Joey Milano. So um, I know um, uh, Whiting is going to wrestle at the trials. Cool. Um, 
Yeah, I, I was. Uh, he probably should have wrestled at the open, but he did not. Uh, yeah, in another bracket where TJ Stewart went one and two, Rogatsky lost. Kind of, he lost actually to Fisher. I was watching his match. I'm like, who the hell is killing Ryder Rogatsky right now? <laughs> who is this dude? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah, this is one that I think um, a bunch of guys. You know, there are a handful of guys that could jump in that that are pretty good. Uh, Clayton Whiting be will be fun to see him in there. Uh, yeah, Noctaborn didn't didn't place here, but he'd probably be back in. Um, well, he he was at seventy nine. Oh yeah, he was down, wasn't he? Yeah, he okay. Was uh-huh. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, just after those placers you read out, uh, Del Signore, Soldano, Pickle, Parker, and then you know the ones that we mentioned with uh, you know Whiting obviously didn't wrestle, and then T.J. Stewart would obviously be qualified because of last year, and he mm-hmm. was you know one and two. Uh, Bergy, Rogatsky. I, th- I think again, this bracket. I think a lot of these brackets are going to be really, really deep. I wonder if we see maybe like Dylan Fishback. Um, you know, he's maybe part of all American, so he's qualified. Mm-hmm. Seth Shoemate maybe jumps in the mix. Uh, yeah, a bunch of guys that could that could make this even tougher. Yeah, definitely. Ninety-two kilos. Um, Jackson Smith, a really good tournament for him. I think. I think he prefers freestyle or folk style, but that's a as a Maryland guy, uh, good for good for Maryland to have 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 a champ, somebody sitting in the best of three, and um, that was nice. I, Silas Allred surprised me a little bit that he was in the finals. He beat Martin Cosgrove, Jack Dara. Um, it's good wins for him. Um, Colby Franklin was third, Caden Rogers, then Cosgrove fifth, Evan Bates, Gabe Nagel, yeah. Jack Dara rounded out the top eight. There's not really that much to jump in here because when you look at the I'm sorry, I looked at the 195 rankings, um, you know, Bergy wrestled 86, Sawyer Bartlett was U17, TJ Stewart wrestled 86, Colby Franklin was in here, Sasso was uh, was um, U17, Volker, mm-hmm. uh, McNally, you know, so there's that maybe Fishback, maybe st- the Stout wrestle freestyle, I don't know. I, he hasn't a lot, but maybe he will. That'd be I'd like to see him. I do think I think there's a pretty good chance we see TJ Stewart move up in weight. Um, he spent a lot of the year up, and I don't think, uh, yeah, I don't I don't think he maybe feels like 86 was his best weight. So that would be a guy that that probably moves from one weight class to the other for trials. Yeah. yeah uh, but yeah, the fun. podium felt like kind of a lot of the best guys in this one. Yeah. 97 was a smaller bracket. Ben Keeter over Noah Pettigrew in the finals. That's a good. It's a good one and two, and uh, it didn't. After that, it didn't have probably the depth of a lot of the other brackets. No, not even close. Who else could enter here? So, like, would a Christian Carroll or someone want to enter, or no? Maybe. Um, I, I think Christian Carroll wants to be heavyweight moving forward. So okay. I don't know if, I don't know if he'd want to go ninety-seven kilos. I, I would love for him to throw his hat in the ring. That'd be, yeah, yeah that'd be really fun to see. Or is there any college guys? What is Brack's name? Was probably too old now, right? I think he is. I think so. Yeah, I would guess. Probably. Elam's probably too, Elam's probably too old. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Ferrari's probably too old. I wonder oh, well. I wonder if maybe like Gavin Nelson enters from high school. Yeah. Um, Rocky Schultz. I'm looking at the NCAA bracket. Yeah, they are. They, I think they're younger Bastida. Maybe he's... Uh, yeah, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Maybe, I don't yeah. see anyone else on here that, that I think would be 20 or under because 
Yeah, we, like you said, there's not uh, for whatever reason there wasn't a lot of younger people in the field this year. Yeah, uh, heavyweight Nick Feldman. I mean, I He's did not mode. expect to see him pick Ryan Borsma up and you know cartwheel flip him like that. Um, yeah, he he's amazing. Uh, but to me, as a Mizzou fan, uh, I didn't realize Ryan, and I've watched him because he's an Illinois kid and we compete against him. I didn't realize Ryan Borsma was so good. He had a couple of good wins to make the finals. Um, and actually, after Feldman had the 2-1 with Mora, I thought maybe Borsma has a chance. And yeah, he did that much of a chance. Borsma has, he's just, you know, he struggled a little bit with consistency this year. But yeah, yeah he, beat, he beat Chase Horn. He beat Hunter Katka. Looked really good. Um, yes. Yeah, that's that's good for Missouri fans. Yeah, his length in that semifinal match against Katka was really giving yeah. him, uh, giving Katka a lot of problems. He'd get to that yes. over under body lock, and Katka like didn't have an answer for it. Um, I think he drove him out of bounds a couple times with it. Maybe hit, yeah, hit a four as well. Um, but yeah, he couldn't. He didn't have the athleticism uh, against against Feldman. That was really the, the big difference maker there in the finals. Feldman's close match in the semis was Juan Mora. Mora is a heavyweight that that had a great senior year of high school. He really came on in that senior year, and he, he kind of rose the um, rose through the rankings a little bit. But you could tell he was a guy that was really just hitting his stride. And that year in the North Dakota State Room seems to have helped him out a lot. He ended up finishing fourth, lost to Hunter Cat yeah. kind of for third. But I think Juan Mora still has a lot of room to improve, and, and that's a heavyweight that, um, you know, no one can replace Brandon Metz. But – Juan Mora, uh, I think he's gonna. I think North Dakota State fans are gonna like him. Oh yeah, that's for sure. Uh, All right, that's wow. that's juniors. We get close to getting through this. So we got U uh, seventeens tomorrow. We got plenty of time well, for that. Yeah, that good, good because I'm gonna watch more of those final matches. I did not get to watch all of them, so I'm I, I, I'm glad that uh, we didn't get to it because I was uh, well. The what I want to start the show with that McAnally last call third match was ooh that was a little bit. There were a number of mm-hmm. calls in that one that are insane. So yeah, we'll start with that tomorrow. Yeah, let's we'll start uh, with that tomorrow. Look at us. Like we had, we're right around nine forty-five. Is... Crushed it, JD. Yeah. Don't come back. <laughs> we got don't this, come guys. Back. You're fired. Yeah, we got this. Go hey, team. Got thank this. you guys for tuning in. Thanks a whole lot to Ben Askren, John Kozak, and thanks to you guys for listening. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye bye.